Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. Chickens are weird! Alright y'all, welcome back to the Earn's World Podcast. This is your boy DJ Earn One. And it's your boy Diff You. We're coming at y'all live. Not really live, but you know, directly from Portland, per usual. This live. This live is gonna get, so. Facts. But, yeah. It's episode 28. Man, it's good to be back and see y'all people. Well, not see y'all, but you know. We here, and y'all there. And y'all see us, and it's good to be back. You know what I'm saying? Episode 28. We was uh, on a little hiatus. Not really, but just hella busy, to be real with you. Um, make sure y'all go watch the episode 27 if you haven't. Uh, but yeah, it feels good to be back. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. Y'all thought I've we been, was done? I've been, I've been DJing pretty heavily, so I've been busy over the past week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, so it's been pretty crazy, and then also, uh, I've been busy on my end as well, so you know, you know how that go, but shit, we back at it again, man, on our way to the 30s, so. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, um, man, how was your week? How was your weekend? Well, shit, I was Actually, with- nah, yeah, it was your, actually, yeah, like, how was your weekend? Yeah, I was gonna say, I was with you this weekend, so shit, <laughs> we was spinning, man, at, um, Two Wrongs and Church Bar. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed myself. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, church bar was like not the craziest, but I started really catching my vibe um, at Two Wrongs, and that was cool. Uh, doing a triple threat on, on the controller. Um, yeah, man, shit was fire. I ain't gonna hold you. Definitely got me in my zone. I'm just wanting to spin a lot more now. So yeah, I'm pretty hyped about that. I ain't gonna hold you. I was about to say what so well. I mean, what what about this weekend was significant? Like it's your said, first was... time. It's your first time DJing publicly. I guess you could say that. Yeah. I didn't really look at it like that though. I just look at it like I'm spinning. Yeah, it was his first time DJing in public. Yeah, so. like I guess you could say that. I ain't never really thought about it like that. Yeah. But yeah, nah, that shit was fun, man. Um, yeah, shit was cool. Yeah, you did way better on Sunday than you did on Saturday. Yes, yeah, uh, Saturday was, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It's like I said, it's just, it's just like, really what it is, like I said, it's the best way to describe it. It's like chess. Like, I know how to play chess, but I'm not good at playing chess with the time. So, it was like little variables that kind of had a little pressure to it. Instead of just me being, like, free and doing what the fuck I want, I do still have to kind of be a little, like, it has to be controlled, if that makes sense, which adds a little more pressure. So, yeah. But um, we had a good time, man. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. That shit was, that shit was really, really, really cool. Cause at the end of the day, I already like enjoy doing like producing music, and I enjoy music. And the DJ thing is not really like super, super new to me. It's more like. Something I didn't really dive into for a long time. And now that I'm back into doing it, it just seems like all I'm really doing now is learning the controller. 
It's funny you said it's not new to you, but you be acting. You was acting for the longest. You was acting like it was new to you. Cause it's a control. I don't. Bro, I don't it's know. The same how to, concept. No, it's not, it's bro. And I haven't touched that shit in years, bro. It's been it's almost the same concept. It's been almost twenty something years since I messed with a, anything DJ related. It's still the same concept. You sync the tracks up in time. You press play. Yeah, but on you're not track. realizing that you when fade I started. In, fade out of one. When I started DJing, I didn't even know anything, bro. I didn't like know I said, none of that it's still shit. the same general concept, though. Yeah, but I didn't know nothing. Like I didn't, I didn't get to really dive into it like I should have. So you didn't stay with it. It's not that I didn't stay with it. I was still, just, I was experimenting, trying to find myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you ain't stay with it. So shit, I went into music production, and that ended up being the thing that kind of took over. But I always wanted to get back into DJ, and it just. I don't know, man. It seemed like so much, like, it's, it didn't seem realistic at the time. Because, like, even though I had shit that I, I, like, what I had, I didn't even have everything I needed for one. So, it was like, and me not understanding everything, I really was putting myself into a position that I didn't know yet. Like, for example, like, like I was telling you, I didn't know nothing about anything when I was getting into DJing. All I had was turntables, uh, some vinyl and uh, some speakers and shit like I didn't I was really green to the situation you know what I'm saying so really and truly I didn't really like pick up anything it was more like I was just entering the door and then I stopped so yeah like I said you ain't stick with it <laughs> I mean shit I guess you could say that, but said all, I said all I, that to say. I said all that to say. I said all that to say. You ain't stick with that it. That sounds. That sounds like I like you make it seem as it. When you say I didn't stick with it, to me it comes off like I just gave up, and it wasn't really like I gave up. I was just really just, just finding myself. Like I was trying to figure out what made I'm not sense. Saying you gave up. I'm just saying you ain't stick with it. Like I mean, I guess I mean, <laughs> no, nah, I didn't stick with it. But like I said though, man, this shit already. The shit's always kind of like been around me because even when I didn't have a controller at one point. I was messing around with the virtual DJ shit, just doing mashups. So I was like, man, I definitely want to get back into this shit. But like I said, because I was like into uh, recording music and shit, and I was so green to like the DJ and shit, I really didn't like put the time and effort to wanted to get all the equipment again and learning everything because I was already immersed in the production. So I was just like, fuck it. I just kind of always said I'll get back into it whenever it makes sense. And... I guess it's. I guess it makes sense. Cause when you pick this shit up, I already knew. It's like, well, shit. If he picking it up. I'm definitely gonna have to eventually get back on this shit. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta remember too. I had my first. Like I had vinyl, bro. And like I said, I didn't learn nothing. So if I would have started and actually like kept it, I would have been on vinyl first. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's still all, like I said, it's all the same concept. I mean, either way it goes, I, I was I was definitely overthinking the situation. But it got I better. Told, I told you. I was like, yeah, from the jump, I was like, bro, just play music. That makes sense for people to dance to and have a good time to. I mean, I feel you, but my brain works in a mysterious way, which is weird because you know... You call, you call me the co-pilot, so you know I have the ear. And not to cut you off, but I was trying to make it easy on you. Know, I was trying to tell you. I was like, look, bro, just play 20 minutes at a time. That's not, but you, okay, so like, again, like, 
One thing that I've learned about so me, you can, and you, do 20, you can do twenty minutes, then you can do forty minutes. One thing I learned like, about me, you can do forty minutes, you can do an hour. Is that our brains are really, really different. Like my brain is weird, bro. I compute shit in a really, really bizarre way. So like things don't come to me as quick and don't stick to me like it does for other people. Some people can obtain information real quick. Like I, for some reason, don't. You know what I'm saying? I gotta do shit a lot. I can't necessarily just watch somebody. It doesn't work that way. I got to actually do it. So, like, the way I learn is really, really weird. And sometimes shit just don't stick to me. So, like, a lot of the shit that I was doing, like like I said, like, you you know me. You know when I'm beside you in the booth, I be throwing shit at you. And they be shit that be hitting. Some, but, like, a lot of times, but a lot of times you throw stuff at me and I be like, bro, this ain't going to work. Like, it's like 15 BPMs away. I mean, from. but that's, bro, we but all throw shit on that don't necessarily work. But for the most part, we have the ear and we be knowing. Like, I be throwing, I be really co-piloting and throwing. What I'm getting, what I'm getting at is, I already have the ear with this shit. It's just learning the controller. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not necessarily learning the controller. It's learning how to DJ. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying yes. is, if you, because if you already a person who has an ear for music and you know what sounds good together then that's half the battle and that's yeah, why also, i say if you learn how to dj it won't really matter what setup you're on because it's all like i said the same general concept that's not the point i'm making though what i'm saying is everything is transferable i mean okay that's not even what i'm talking about though that's what i'm talking about because at the end of the day all i'm saying is we're talking about learning the controller i'm like bro no it's not learning the controller it's learning the basics of djing because Everything no, is it's, it's definitely still learning the controller, bro. Cause, yeah, nah, yeah. bro. Cause in like, general, all you need to do, like I said, is sync the track speeds up, press play, fade in and fade that's out. That's basic most shit. Basic, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's most basic, basic level. That's basic shit. You're still learning how to DJ. So at its most basic level, that's really where you should be starting out right now. And then trying to figure that out and then going from there. I mean, that's basically And then worrying shit. about all the extra stuff on the controllers. Right. Yes. Yes. That's it's not like even... playing. It's like it's literally like playing a musical instrument. You start with the basics, and then you move forward from there, and you gradually. No, get I'm more hearing what you're you saying. And more technical. I'm hearing what you're saying, but at the end of the day, that me like, like I said, I already know how to like. I know what be sounding good, but learning, it's like literally using different parts of my brain that I'm not used to. That's basically what it is. Like, yeah, you're working a new muscle. It's like, yeah, exactly. So it's like, to me, it literally is just learning the controller. I'm telling you, it's learning how to DJ first. Then you learn the controller. Well, I guess when you're saying learning how to DJ, you're saying learning how to use the controller. No, I'm saying just at its most basic level, just learn how to sync up tracks, fade in and fade out. That's basically using the controller. Not necessarily, bro. No, you can it do is. that. You can do that on a controller. You can do that with vinyl. It's all, like I said, it's the same concept. It's all transferable. It doesn't matter if you're on vinyl. It doesn't matter if you're on CDJ. It doesn't matter if you're on controller. No, it don't. But you still are using it to do a, do whatever you want to DJ. You're still using yes, it. Yes, based on the general concept of DJing, which is playing one track after another and okay, seamlessly okay. transitioning. Okay, 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 okay. That seems like there's levels to the shit because, yes, if you're just like making a mix and playing one song after another, then yes, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about 
mixing tracks and actually doing the the shit that like the, the, I guess you could say it's technical, but I don't really look at it as yeah. te- I don't really look at it as technical though, to be honest with you. But it's more technical than people think it is. I don't look at that as technical, but yes, I guess because that's what I'm talking about. The shit that you talking about, that's playing a song back to back. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about actually mixing shit and like combining tracks together and layering shit like that is the shit that i'm talking about and that is really to me if you know how if you already have a brain that's and you understand it you just need to learn the controller and that's why i'm saying you need to learn the basics of djing before you start doing all that stuff i mean we're just going in circles it's called walk before you run we're just going in circles you're going in circles (laughs) but anyway we got we got more topics to talk about (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm going to let you kick this one off because I don't even know really about this whole Elon Musk thing aside from like the Twitter X thing. So Yeah, like well, before we get into the Elon Musk shit, Might be. we just want to drop this random piece of information and this news. And it, honestly, it's not even relevant to us. I don't even care. No disrespect. But it is still news. Tory Lane's getting 10 years. Locked up. Well. And I didn't realize he was getting 10 years. I know it was like up to at least. I mean, he might not do the 10, obviously. He's probably not going to get 10, but. But, yeah. He's got sentenced to 10 years. I think in Canada, right? Or no? No, it should be in California where it happened. Oh, I I don't know. I thought he was getting sent back to Canada. I mean, they might send him back to Canada after he does his time. But I feel like, if I remember correctly, he's locked up in California right now. Damn. So, yeah, man, Tory Lanez, he is uh, now a prisoner. Or going to be for 10 years. Well, he's going to do 10 years. Like at most. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But sorry about that. Now, to continue, um, Elon Musk uh, is on some bullshit. He's been on bullshit for, like, a while now. I mean, I don't know. I used to kind of, like, I ain't never necessarily, like, like Elon Musk, but I never had a problem with him. But now it just seems like he be doing a lot of extra shit. And it kind of gets annoying, but it's like, who am I to complain? I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not in his world, but at the same time. Yeah, everything checks out to me. What you mean? It's a rich white guy with a bunch of money. I mean, I feel you. And not a lot of people telling him no. True. <laughs> so. But basically, he said that. Uh, everything checks out. He plans to create um, artificial intelligence that protects humanity. And I mean, I don't know, man. This is a loaded conversation because we don't seen these movies and shit. You know, it's kind of annoying. It's like I don't understand what we're doing. And then to think about it this way, if he's saying that he's trying to, that he's trying to create something that's basically a computer to protect the computer, think about it. Think about how crazy that sounds. He basically is saying that. We need protection from AI because eventually that shit is going to be dangerous. Yeah, I mean, machine learning is a thing where it's like if you just let the machine continue to run its course, it'll eventually learn more about its environment and whoever's whoever's actually using the machine based on said inputs and then outcomes based on the inputs. It's like, oh, I want to get this particular input. Let me adjust. Let me make this adjustment. If I want to make this output, let me make this adjustment based on the input. I don't know. I mean... I mean, that's how Siri works, basically. I feel you, but what I'm saying is, is like... The magnitude of the way he said... when he, I don't take it lightly. 
I think when he says something like this, it, it should be raising concern because it's like, yo, we really are at a place where they might have to actually create cybersecurity to create to to protect us from the motherfuckers. Because if they start, they already getting, have cybersecurity though in place. No, no, no. I'm talking about that. That's like. So if anything, she just ramp that up and make it more. Yeah, but it's cybersecurity is like, mainly for like literally AI. like. It has nothing to do with like. Or start a wing that's tied to AI. It has nothing to do with like AI actually harming us though. This is like a whole new form of that that they would have to do. Yeah, but I mean, like I'm saying, though, now that AI exists and we know it could be a potential threat, like. I mean, bro. Gonna make the Terminator, bro. Wing. Come on, man. Like, make the cybersecurity a wing of the U.S. or whatever. Like, you know, start or like have like a little sector of that sector focus on AI. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's a little scary, man. Honestly, and I mean, and even then, it's like okay, you create this thing. Who's to say that that shit ain't going malfunction and and decide that a hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like once we start relying on all these machines to do stuff for us, one man, I don't even want to say this shit. It's like a movie though. All the fucking technology in the world gonna connect together like voltron bro and decide that it doesn't want to cooperate with us because think about it we create a lot of shit that's ai that does stuff for us right now as we speak the more and more we keep creating shit that does shit for us the less control we have literally we start making everything automated it'll get to the point to where we won't have control because we're not controlling it no more it's like, yeah, it oh, goes, you gave us kind, all the power. It kind of goes back to that situation where I was saying, like, this it's fucking like, stupid. If some, like, I don't know, let's say, ah, oh, man, what's the what's the best way to say this? Um, some some type of major event happens where like society turns into like a dystopian state, right? Like I've been saying, the people who usually are like living off the land and like have been farming and you know, have maintained those like basic human skills will usually be better off in those situations if shit goes left and hits the fan and we gotta like actually like damn near EMP everything because technology's wilding. True. You know? Right. So yeah. Can you build a fire? Can uh, you build a tent? Can you build a shelter out of like wood and stuff? I will say this. If he is doing this with the intentions of really genuinely trying to protect humanity, then again, that's scary. Cause like I feel like if anybody knows how crazy this AI shit can get, Elon would know. Oh uh, yeah, I agree. So if he's saying we need to create something that's gonna protect, well, hey, at least you should know. But yeah, if he's saying we need to create something that's gonna protect us from this AI, which honestly, like I said, I'm not mad at the the idea because it does make sense. We do need to think about that. But I just feel like once we start talking about that, it's kind of like already too late. Yeah, it's like, what is it? iRobot where the machine was like, I don't know, where the machines didn't stop, like, stop listening to their, to their humans. And then there's a movie out right now, or I don't know if it's out already, I think, but it's like, it kind. I don't want to like talk about a movie that I don't fully know about, but just based off the trailer of what I saw, it's basically like on some shit, some dystopian shit, and it's the end of the world type shit. Is it about robots? It is about like AI machines, but like basically, um, when they when they try to get to the source of the core of the uh the machine, it turns out to be like a 
it looks like a hu like a child, but they're not a human. They they have like it's oh, like a, bro it's like it's like a android it, basically. But it like has like human skin basically. Exactly. So like they were gonna take it mm. out, but when they realize it's like a human, that's supposed to be like some type of like story. So some of those situations basically, like if, unless you know, you wouldn't know it's not a human. What you mean? Like, like, is it one situation where? Oh it's no, like, no, 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 no! It's evident that it's a, it's an android. It's just, okay. it looks like. Uh, it just has a human face. Exactly. But everything else is like me mechanical. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Okay. You know what That's I'm saying? That's still weird, though. But the point to it is, so it's just like, like I robot then. I mean, all those movies kind of be the same. Yeah. But the point is, is like the shit nowadays, bro. It's not far fetched. It's starting to get a little. It's starting to get to the point to where all the things that we used to really think was not real. It really is real now, man. Aliens is real. We already know that. But it's just like they used to make us believe, think that shit wasn't, didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? That people are crazy. And now they're claiming that they see spaceships. You know? Very well. Didn't they already say that they, 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 they uh, went, didn't something crash apparently? Yeah, Fabo saw spaceships over Bankhead, like, you know, uh, a long ass time ago, man. But nah, like. He tried to tell us. This shit is really, really weird, man. Everything that's happening seems like it's out of a movie, and it and it and it don't it don't make you feel like oh this can't be happening. It's happening, and it's almost like too good to be true, even though it's literally happening. You don't got no take on it. You don't got no. You don't feel no on way. Whole, I mean, look. All I gotta say is, if shit hits the van, I hope you can survive off the land if you need to. Because a lot of people, like I said, when Ish was here, are not in the state where they can even, at the most basic level, I mean, level, realistically, survive if shit hits the fan. If we really, to, like, we if wouldn't even be able to survive off the land even if we knew how to because you have to Why find not? the land. If you know how to live off the grid, it don't matter. You have to find the land. And, and what I'm saying, though, if you know how to live off the grid, it won't matter. You could build like a little dugout in the hill somewhere, turn that into a house. Build like a little stove in there situation. Keep yourself warm if it gets cold. Build a fire. Like, I guess you're right. I was just thinking more about how like, to live off the people that know how to live off the land, live off the grid. Like I said, they be they'll be fine. Like, I'm just thinking about the fact that you got to secure the land first in a place if it's like you don't really have to worry about securing the land for real. For real. you just got to make sure you're just in like a super secluded area where nobody's even gonna like think to even find you. If it's if you're in a dystopian society, you got to secure the land and make sure you're protected. It's no there's no protected land in the dystopian world. I mean, it's true. So that's what I'm saying. If we're talking that type of level, you have to find some land that is not dangerous that you can, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not going to be as simple as, even if you knew how to grow, grow and shit, the only people that are going to be good are the people that are already prepared for this type of shit that already have land. We're going to be the motherfuckers that's trying to get to these people so what they can get, so we can get help from them. Realistically. I guess you got a point. So it's like, yeah. Unless you got land, it's going to be challenging. That's a whole mission of itself, trying to find somewhere you're going to survive at before you can even grow anything, build anything. Is this even, can I even live in this? Yeah, because at the most basic level, you need access to water, so. And what that. if water's contaminated? That's what I'm saying. If you ain't got that, then. There's a lot of shit to this shit, man. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of factors. Um, Next up, though. But yeah, I do potentially see AI getting out, getting out of hand. It is getting out of hand already. But um, that's really only if we let it get to that point. We're already letting it get to that point. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Elon Musk again, man, changing Twitter to X again. I don't know, man. 
I don't even like talking about this shit because it kind of made me mad, even though I'm not a Twitter user, which is the weird thing. I don't give a fuck about Twitter. But it's just like, why are you doing extra shit, bro? Like, why? I mean, I, I didn't really think it was necessary to change Twitter to X. I'm just like, all right. Like, I mean, it's literally the same app. Do the same exact thing. And, and he didn't have a logical that, reason either. And then now that, I, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just because, like, face, not Facebook. But yeah, Facebook and Instagram are doing the whole threads thing. So it's like, maybe he's just trying to, like, do a little rebrand, build build some more energy around Twitter. Even though I feel like people are still gonna call it Twitter. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no one no one calls it X. For for one, I I'm gonna be. I still refer to it as X. Now I think about it. Based off a of consumer, ever since he changes the X, it makes the whole thing look bland. And I know that that like there's never really anything to it anyway. Like, is it a, is it called a tweet anymore? Technically, like what like the no. action of using Go Twitter used to be called tweeting. Go to it. So what are we doing now? I think it's still a tweet. Does it still say tweet? I don't know. Let me see what it says now. Like this. No. It just says what's happening. And it says post. Yeah, so it's not even a tweet anymore. Dang. Can't even tweet anymore. Can't tweet anymore. Yeah, so you X. I don't know. I think it's stupid, man. Like I like I said, I'm not a Twitter user. So this is coming from somebody who literally I have no bias towards Twitter. I don't use Twitter. Uh I, I used to I used to use Twitter. I like I like that the logo was blue. Blue is a color that it it, it draws attention. It draw you see it, it it brings, you know, it's just it does something. When you change it, him changing that black and that X, it's like why are you trying to take the life out of it? Cuz to me that's what he did. The color scheme was blue. Am I tripping? Mm, not really. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was just trying to go for a more minimalistic vibe. But even still. It was already minimalistic. Yeah, I was going to say it was already kind of a minimalistic app. It didn't have much to it aside from like, <clears throat> looks exactly the same for the most part, except for the color scheme. It's just black. Yeah, so weird motherfucker, bro. Um... How do you feel about it? Like I already said, I thought it was unnecessary. I didn't think it was necessary. I think Twitter already had a strong enough brand name recognition prior to him needing to change the name to X. It was not needed. Yeah, I feel that. Well, shit. That was that on Elon, I guess. That was whack. That is whack. And they have a... There was I was reading they were saying somebody was trying to sell iPhones with the original Twitter logo on it from the app, some stupid shit, because they didn't I guess they didn't get up to date updated. Oh, so it still had the original Twitter logo and like interface. Yeah, I bet you my old iPhone probably still It's dead though, huh? Yeah, actually maybe not. It's dead. Yeah, shit dead. Oh wait, nope. Let's see. Anyway, I thought like we can move on while I'm trying to figure out if I still have the same interface. So, there was an old, kind of like, it's actually not even, yeah, it's a cult classic from Sega Genesis. Um, I don't remember what year it came out, but it's definitely early 90s. Um, early, mid-90s. But anyway, this game called Toe Jam and Earl. It's about two aliens. One of them looks like a squid. One of them looks like a little starfish situation. Um, but they're on a spaceship. They're taking a trip. They crash. They need to get back to their home planet. 
but in the process of them trying to get back to their home planet, they need the help of like, I think they need the help of these like Earthlings, which are kids, like teenagers, preteens. And in the process of them getting back, some of the kids end up on the same spaceship and they escape. So they got to catch the Earthlings and essentially return them to Earth. So that's the whole concept of the game. But anyway, it's very like hip hop based. It's a cool little like platform game. And now they're about to come out with a movie. Um, so if you're not familiar with the game, I guess I'll put a little bit of the footage, put a little bit of the game footage on um, in the background. What you think about it, man? Of what? Told Jam and Earl becoming a movie? Uh, this, is something you, this is something you put on the list, actually. Right. I just put it on the list because I thought it was really, really interesting. I don't know nothing about the game. I only know it because of you. Um, I can appreciate it. Yeah, I had the game on Sega. I had the I have the game on Sega Genesis. Actually, it's down there somewhere. Um, I got it on my PS Vita, and I just actually tried it for the first time. But yeah, I, so Earl is the one on the left, and Toe Jam is the one on the right. So Toe Jam is the red one. I mean, Toe Jam is the pink one, and Earl is the red one. I liked the gameplay. It was definitely unique. The art was dope. I liked the side scroll vibe. That's what I'm into when it comes to these type of games. It was also cool because, I mean, a lot of us in the mid-90s and stuff grew up playing video games with our siblings and stuff like that. So it was one of those co-op video games that you could play either <clears throat> single or with somebody else. It was cool because you guys were playing on the same exact screen. So it's not like you had to like wait for the other person to die like you were playing Mario, you know? That was dope. Yeah, like shit like this, this concept was just different, really unique to me, even though, like I said, I don't know anything about the game. Apparently, this was the sequel, too. Oh, that's not even the first one? No. That's the one I had. It's what? That's a, that one said 93, though, right? I can't remember the time. Let me look it up. But this is the sequel to it. Yeah, well, this is the one I had. Right. This is when I grew up playing. But yeah, um... I don't really have much to say. Like I said, I, I thought it was dope, though, for what it was. Uh, I honestly have a short attention span. So I've, I honestly like the game. It's just that because I don't know anything about the game and I wasn't culturally invested into it, if that makes sense, um, I just couldn't really, like, keep up with it. But I, I, I'm going to have to go back into it and try it again. I mean, so, see, I don't really know what the, I'm doing. These are the Earthlings. They're just, like, wreaking havoc right now, acting like tourists. Well, anyway... I mean, I could see the movie potentially being successful nowadays. I mean, it's like, you know, it's a little quirky, kind of carefree. It's very hip-hop based. What, what do you mean? Like, it's like a CGI? I don't even know how it's going to be manifested, but I mean, I imagine it'd probably be some CGI stuff. Awesome, like, not necessarily Pixar, but like Pixar Shrek vibes. I feel know? like that'd be the the best way to do it. Yeah, add a little bit more character and color to the characters instead of doing like 2D flat. And apparently, uh, Steph Curry is behind it. Um, he's got some investments in the film industry, so he's one of the people behind it. I'm not sure the connection is, is if it's like something he grew up on, but uh, yeah, he is behind it. I don't know when they're doing this movie. This is honestly kind of weird because I read about it. We're not hearing much on it, though. So we'll see. Yeah, they're probably still like, obviously, I, I don't know. They're probably still in the super early stages of development. But see, that's the Earthling. Caught the Earthling in a jar, you know. Take the Earthlings, throw them in the spaceship, send it back to Earth. See? General concept. 
Okay. So I mean, I don't I don't really know if the movie's gonna be manifested, if the Earthlings are gonna be running around in space and stuff like that, or if they're just gonna be, or if it's gonna be based on them just going to Earth in general. What do you think? I'm not sure, man. And they have multiple games, so I don't know if the game. I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna be based off the games or if they're doing a whole new storyline. And it's funny because like initially I thought this was a TV show at one point, but it wasn't. I just had the video game. You would have thought by the way it seemed it definitely yeah. has a cartoon cartoon vibe. video game cartoon TV show. I mean, vibe. honestly, I could see this as just an animated cartoon, which honestly might do better than a computer animated, to be real with you. Especially if they it said it had something on Adult Swim when we was looking at something on YouTube, but I never saw anything come out on Adult Swim for this shit. I don't remember seeing anything come but out. But it makes sense as something they should have done though. If I mean, anybody's gonna do it, Adult Swim would be it, the ones. It reminds me of the era of um Remember the Ren and Stimpy? Like, it reminds me of something when they uh, remade Ren and Stimpy. What was it, like, mid-2000s? 2006, 2007? When I can't remember. Were you talking about they rebooted? Yeah. But they put, put it on Adult Swim? Yeah. It reminds me of something that could have lived on Adult Swim at that time. With, like, Aqua Teen, Hunger Force, and all that stuff. Right. But, yeah. This was cool. Cool little game. All right. Yeah. So that's what we got for you on this. What's next on the topic list? Let's see. Uh, we're continuing. Uh, oh. more gamer talk. Yeah, more game, more games being converted into um, into what is it? Movies. Mm-hmm. So we got the. Gran Turismo trailer. And I don't want to see this ad, so. Gran Turismo. Destiny's road intertwines with the choices we make. Beyond the finish line awaits not just victory. Listen, son. You think you're gonna so when does this come out? Video game I don't know. You're gonna become a race car driver? Dad, you're the one that told us to always do something we love. Look around. It's not our world, son. Who do you think the best driver is? You've raced it, what, like a thousand times. Now you just gotta do it in real life. The ten of you are the best. Grand Turismo players in the world. Now is your chance to race real cars. So you think you can do the impossible. I'm here to prove that you can't. It's not going to work. The guys who race are elite athletes. Your kids are scrawny little gamer kids. So they're just picking the best gamers to actually race. I I guess so, man. I'm going to tell you how I feel about this shit when the trailer's done. I got a feeling you're not most people. If you miss a line in the game, you reset. You miss it on the track. You could die. die. <laughs> if I lose, I lose more than just the race. So I'm not going to quit. You've got to prove to everyone that... All right. Who wanna, can I go first? You want to go first? I mean, it don't matter to me. You can go first. 
So the only reason why I even made this a significant topic is because I feel like we both grew up on this game. I had this game growing up. I had the steering wheel and everything. Mind you, I'm not a race car fan. I, I never was into this game. My dad had, had my dad That's played it. So funny you said that. My, my this, cousins this played my, it. This is my dad's game on PlayStation. I don't like racing games unless you can kill people. If you can't shoot cars or Damn. damage cars, I don't even want to play that shit. So I never really cared for it. Um, and then, but I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not a part of my childhood. I did play the game. It's like, we, you know how we, everybody had that one game that they ain't necessarily want to play, but it's part of their collection. So you play it every now and then just because you just bored, but you ain't like it. Like I played that shit when I was just bored, but I didn't like that shit. So I say all that to say that like, it still holds a place in my heart because it's still part of my childhood. So I thought it was dope that like, oh, you know, they're going to make a movie, but this shit looks trash. I'm definitely not going to watch it. It's like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not here for it. I hate to just, you know, turn it very upside down in a negative way, but... And then I find it interesting that on this Sony Pictures Entertainment video down here, it says based on a true story. So, did they really pick the world's best Gran Turismo players and actually let them drive cars at one point? Google it. But, like... I'm just curious. Cause I'm like, how is this based on a true story? Like, it's a video game. I, I just feel like some things need to be left alone, man. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Grant I'm Sir's, not here for it. It, it, it just seems kind of corny. You know? Like, it just seems kind of corny. The game was a good game, though. I'm not going to sit here and act like Grand Turismo is not a classic. It's a classic, for sure. I mean, it wasn't really anything special about it. And it was a racing game at the time that had the best graphics. Like, yeah, it really did. I mean, it's definitely a classic. The graphics were good. Ain't nothing crazy about it. Though. It's not. That's because we're not race fans, bro. No, I'm just saying in general, it's just not a crazy. It's not like it wasn't like a game that had the culture in a chokehold. We wasn't race car driver. Uh, we didn't. It's not to us. No. But just in general, because I remember when that Need for Speed, was, like, for like when Need for Speed came out, people were on Need for Speed. That's because it had a cultural vibe to it. That's what I'm saying. That's this not, game wasn't that. Like, it's why I'm like, why is he but, even getting a movie? I think because you're not, you don't, you you don't realize. I can recognize the significance of what Gran Turismo did. There was a reason why I made it on the classic list. You know what the classic list means? It means it sold a certain amount of copies. Yeah, there is a cult like following the, like with the shit. It was a racing game that had the good graphics at the time. But outside of that, it that's wasn't. That's just how anything. you're looking at. You're looking at it like that because that's how you looked at it, and I see it the same way. But to people who are real car heads who really enjoyed racing games, this was a big deal. Like I said, I'm speaking from. I don't know. I don't know if I said this earlier, but at this point, I'm speaking on my personal experience with the game. It was not all that crazy to me. It was just it went all that crazy to me graphics. either. I'm just saying I could I appreciate think, it. Though. I think Forza, in my opinion, was actually better than Gran Turismo. Oh, that shit was whack to me, man. Did you ever play Forza? Yeah, I, yeah, I did. I had Forza on my Xbox. I'm saying Forza was better than Gran Turismo. But like I said, and I had, bro, I just don't like, like, ra- I don't I like racing two, games. Out of those two types of racing games that are not like street-esque racing games. Or like the cartoonish racing games, Forza. There's one was racing the game. One. No, two race. Actually, it's funny because I was just talking to someone about this. There's two racing games that I legit will forever love that I played and legit like. The first one is Hot Wheels Turbo Racing to PlayStation. Uh, I still got the old Twitter. Hot Wheels Turbo Racing to PlayStation was fired. Classic. Hot Wheels Turbo Racing PlayStation. Um. And then, flat out, one and two. 
Uh, flat out sounds familiar. Flat out one and two was fire because it wasn't just a racing game. You could do. They had all these side games with cars, and it all related to the fucking cars up. So that was fun because I like fucking shit up. Flat out was dope. You had the remember? Yeah, I had it. You probably played it in my crib. They had the game where like you uh you like use the guy as a crash dummy. You see how far he can fly out the window. You remember that shit? Like you you drive off a ramp in the car and like see how far they can fly out and shit. The game, like I said, it sounds familiar, but I can't. Can we look at some gameplay? Oh my gosh. You trying to derail the topic list. We, we don't got a lot left. I also got to be up early tomorrow. So. We got one more topic left, bro. You said flat out? Flat out. <clears throat> we got one more topic left. I really do not remember this game. That's why I want you to pull it up. I had one and two, bro. They were both really good. Like, I, I fuck with that game. It's a classic. This game? Yes, bro. And it was like a derby. Like, hold on, go up flat out too. The derby where you, you basically, like, fuck up the cars. Go to the right. You make the wrong thing. I'm trying to well, show you what you want. the flat out two trailer. Huh? I just went to the flat out two trailer. Oh. But yeah, no, bruh. That derby shit was fun, bruh. It's a classic. I remember this shit like it was yesterday. You remember that shit? I never played this game. Yeah, it's classic, bro. Yeah, no, I never played this. If I was playing racing games growing up, it would have either been like... This would have been your thing? Probably... I can't say it wouldn't have, but I mean, I was more so into like... That derby shit was fun, man. I was more so in the need for speed. Uh, what's the other? See, look, you see how far you could throw motherfuckers. Need for speed. Damn, I'm not drawing a blank on the other one. Midnight Club. And then Forza. And then obviously, like, um, Crash Team Racing and um, Mario Kart. What is, bro, what is this? I just want to see this for nostalgic purposes, bro. Let me fast forward. What you got me watching? The gameplay of this derby shit. Yeah, like, that's what I, like I said. If you can't fuck shit up, I ain't trying to play. If I can't fuck shit up, I'm not playing it. So, yeah, that's what, that's what I was on, bro. <laughs> Fucking shit up. Yeah, like, I'm not, I would not play this game mode. Yeah, man. <laughs> this might be like a game mode I play if we were having like a sleepover or something like that. But like, I mean, it was definitely fun playing with multiple people. Yeah, I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna play this game mode by myself. Well, there's multiple games, so there's like different games. There's like multiple things you can play. This is just one. But I'm just saying, in general, I'm not playing this game mode by myself. Oh, I feel you. Like, nah. No. Yeah, man. No, I never played flat out. Classic. Uh but yeah, also I mean it's something I guess we can kinda of touch on since I DJ anyway. Uh 
Pioneer DJ bought Serato. So I don't necessarily know what that means per se for like the Pioneer integration moving forward with like, I mean, I know because I know Pioneer also owns Rekordbox. So I don't know if they're just moving forward, just going to make sure every single controller or device that they put out in the future, like has both programs automatically integrated into it or what? Or if they're going to make one of them free, like Rekordbox free and then still make Pioneer subscription-based. Not Pioneer subscription-based. They need to grandfather people who are already paying for shit. It's damn, bullshit. you cut me off? No, nah, I just had me... I wasn't trying to... Imper- like, it's just, like, dang. Like, no, nah, I wasn't trying to cut you off, right? I just had me... Th- I'm low-key talking out loud. You're not getting grandfathered in unless you pay for it. I've been paying for it and I didn't nah, get grandfathered. you're not paying for it. You're paying for the monthly joint, ain't you? I'm paying... I pay for a year, bro. Oh. Don't they don't have a lifetime shit no more? No, bro. Are you got brand new. They don't. What you mean? Like, I already told you. I bought the lifetime joint when it was available. So like, I'm my I'm I'm Gucci. That's crazy though that they don't do that shit no more. It make me mad, bro. It's just not fair. Like how? <laughs> sure, and my sure. thing is, if they're gonna like go ahead and start integrating shit into the the controllers, they need to grandfather in people who are already paying for shit. Should have watched your license a minute ago. I didn't have a controller. Should have watched. That don't make any sense. Should have cop a controller. I ain't had no controller. Should have cop a controller. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> cop you a license. <laughs> yeah, nah. I got lucky, I guess. But yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what that really means. But I know Pioneer's been releasing some new equipment. Like they have a new, essentially, version of the SRT one thousand that's out. That has both Pioneer's um, <clears throat> original. DJM software, which is Rekordbox and Serato integrated into it. So it's still a four-channel mixer, but seems to just have access to both Rekordbox and Serato. I think you can also access... I don't know, there's also some stuff that you can... There's some certain effects, I think, from Rekordbox that you can also access as well. But, yeah. It's like the FLX like 4000 <laughs> or something like that. That's the new controller. All I know is... But I say man. all this to say Pioneer. Is trying to like low key kind of monopolize the DJ game. Oh, the quality don't go down. That part, because that, that happens a lot. It does. That's like what happened with Beats when Apple bought. That's Beats. what happened with a car. A car got brought out, and people are fucking hating the quality of a car's equipment now. Who bought the new? Who bought a car now? Recently, who owns it now? Fuck, I don't remember. Sorry. Well, but I know that they're bought out. It's not independent anymore well no but in other news something that recently happened if i'm not mistaken though don't correct me if i'm i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i think the company that bought it is the company that owns Roland too but i could be wrong i don't know don't quote me on that shit but anyway another news to kind of move along bring you back to some relevant more relevant stuff i don't know if you guys were on the internet this past weekend or really yesterday i guess but it was a major brawl that happened. Not really a major brawl, but just a brawl that happened. Uh, I can say that's a little uh, kind of major. It, it wasn't like a, a 60-person brawl. It was up to 20. But it's not like a, you know what I mean? Like, it was a brawl. It wasn't like It a, made nationwide headlines. Yeah. But anyway, so Montgomery, Alabama, um, I don't know if you know, but they're Montgomery. like. They've, they've had a, a long history of like, you know having well, the state of Alabama in general, really just the South in general, long history of, you know, racial tension, but certain states in the South have been a little bit more, I guess, vocal about their disdain for certain groups of people. 
than others. Alabama happens to be one of those states. Um, and if you know, at one point in time, Montgomery was the capital of the Confederacy. So this is also kind of significant that this incident happened down there. And Montgomery also used to be a huge center for like slave trading back in the day. The only reason I know all of this stuff is because my mom's side of the family is from Montgomery. So, yeah, I have a little bit more insight into this than a little bit more than a, a little than more than more people, I guess, that exist in the United States. But anyway, it's kind of interesting because I didn't I didn't know a lot of this. I didn't know about this the site they were at the significance about the site that they were at specifically until I don't know. I started doing a little bit more research on it. But anyway, black security guard works at a dock. Asking some white patrons at the dock to kind of like, you know, move their boats so they can essentially let this big river boat that takes people on like tour, two hour tours of the Alabama River dock and people can get off the boat. Was that the, bo- the, the boat that people were on? Yes. Okay. I didn't realize that. So they're trying to get off the boat so the next wave of people can get on so they can start their second tour. So. Apparently, the black guy that was on the dock is actually like the co-captain of the boat that the people were on, and he got on like a little small side vessel and went over to the dock to kind of like Navigate. clear space so they could go onto the dock. But I don't know. Long story short, he was trying to call for the people to like move their boats, and it turns out they were just kind of up there ignoring him the whole time, acting as if they didn't hear him. And then they wanted to move once he started taking marriage into his own hands and moving the boat, him moving the boats himself. So all he did was just untie the boat, slide it down the dock a little bit, and then tie it back up again so he could clear some space for his big ass boat to dock. And it really made it really it really wasn't that big of an issue because the space was designated for him anyway. Right. They were so it's like they were in the wrong from the beginning. Then as soon as he moves the boat, there's this whole like shouting argument that happens. People are like recording it from the boat. People are also the people that next next way people that are waiting to get on the boat are recording it from the dock. The people on the boat are also recording it from the top side of the boat. So it's like the, everybody there's hella angles of this. So anyway, one of the white guys that owns one of the boats that they're trying to move gets like irate and upset, and then just like bum rushes bro out of nowhere. Since he tries to sneak him. And all hell kind of breaks loose from there. So people are watching this take place from the boat. And they're like, yo, he did nothing wrong. He's just trying to do his job. Y'all amped up on him for no reason. Then you got the people from the pier that are running down. Just kind of like initially run down. Just kind of like break up the situation. Because he's getting jumped by like, this black dude's getting jumped by like. Right. Six or seven white people as he's just trying to do his job. Then a motherfucker come out of nowhere through the water. Oh yeah, so that shit there's, was crazy because it happened so, so fast. One of, the ki- one of the guys that works on the on the boat, shit was crazy. That was giving tours of the river and stuff. Sees it going down, and jumps off of the boat and starts swimming to the dock. And it's funny because if you're not paying attention as you're watching the video initially, you wouldn't realize that he's already on the boat with people, and he works for the same. He works for the company. It just looks like. Like, the camera cuts, and it looks like there's just a black dude just comes out of nowhere, just starts swimming towards the dock. Right. And it's just like, yo, where did this dude come from? But honestly, I do want to put some highlight on that dude. It's like his bro throws his head up in the air like Bobby Schmurder, and then all hell breaks loose. I want, I, want to, I want to put some highlight on the guy that was swimming because... We got footage, though. 
you really gotta like respect the mindset of this dude. He could have easily just said, "I'm gonna wait," but he said, "Nah, fuck that. This water, this boat is taking too long to get to the other side. I gotta help my brother." And he jumped and did that shit. That was real, man. Shout out to that dude, aka what's his name, Black Woman. Yeah, his actual name is like Aaron though. AKA Black Woman. A A R E N. Which is kind of crazy. Shout out to him. Shout out to Earn. Well, anyway, here's some footage of <laughs> some footage of the of the incident. It's actually kind of some of my favorite some of my favorite moments. Anyway, I went through Twitter and kind of liked some stuff. So, this is Black Woman swimming to the dock and pulling himself out of the water, as you can see. What other angles do I have of this? Oh, Uncle with the chair, going WWE. Shout out to everybody who got all this footage. But yeah, also, I mean, it was also significant in the fact that, like, you know, first and foremost, like I said, the location that they were at. So apparently this used to be, like, a major port for them to bring in slaves into Alabama. And it was so big of a port that they used to have to have, like, essentially, like, stables for them to house the slaves until they could take them to, to the blocks to be auctioned off. So I'm like, dang, like, that's crazy that this happened there. Then another significant part of this is that, <clears throat> turns out, a black man created the folding chair. What? <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's funny as shit. A black man created the folding chair. And then also, if you're from the deep south, for real, for real, you know a certain dynamic exists where it's like you could be going to school with people of a different race. I'm speaking on some black versus white shit essentially at this point where it's like you might share the same last name with these as this affluent white family that lives in the neighborhood that lives in the, not neighborhood but lives in the this, I guess the general area that you live in. Mm-hmm. And your family's lived in that same town for forever. Their family's huge in the town. They pretty much own damn near half the town. It's like, yo, like, is it a possibility that this family, this rich, affluent white family, used to potentially own my family prior to slavery ending? Right. Right, right, right. It's like that. That shit exists. Yeah, I mean, it exists with our family. Our family, we got a whole white side, but we're not related by blood. But everybody on that side has the same name as everybody on my on like that is black. And it's weird and we had to do our research and it's like a connection. It's fucked up. Oh, it's like in Concord. It's not really yeah. But I mean it, it doesn't it doesn't it does it's not connected to just Concord. It's connected out of state. So it does, it goes outside of North Carolina. Yeah, like that exists down south. So it's like honestly another, and, and, and another significant thing about this is like I don't know in the past we've seen instances like this happen. And it either ends with all the black people in cuffs, black people getting shot by the cops, or just the white people just walking away scot-free when they started the whole entire thing. Right. This was, this was, I, so it was a moment for a lot of minorities to kind of celebrate over. I just, the one thing that I don't like though, is that like, I, I do wish we'd come together a lot more often. And I wish it was, it wasn't always when somebody needs help from being hurt you know what i mean like yeah. of course we supposed to do that at the same time we should be coming together when somebody needs help no from no, being no, hurt. no no we, just we awesome, are awesome no we, we are i know 100%. i know i'm just saying on some general human shit but like 
we don't do that enough for one and two we don't come together enough for our people in general i feel like we pick and choose when we want to come together but we got to keep that same energy across the board because seeing that was beautiful the only reason why i feel some type of way is because it was like damn i hate that it had to be on some violent shit for everybody to be like man let's go but it's like but at the same time they were wrong as hell for jumping on no no they was 100 that's why i was like i'm with it 100 but it's like damn like Why'd it have to be violence? You know what I mean? Like we could we can come together for so many things, but we yeah, like off gate, we gotta do that. We we have to literally protect each other like that, man. And it's No, that one was different though. They definitely deserve their ass beat. Cause no, like they they, did. one they jumped on him for no reason. He was doing his job, just ass shot him. Good thing we had like a hundred of cameras on a motherfucker. And then on top of that, after they jumped him and beat him up, they all went over to their boat. Well, not even all of them, but like a good portion of them went over went over back to their little pontoon boat and acted as if nothing happened. I'm like, yeah, like what? Like Right. Nah, fam. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, they deserve some haymakers for sure, man. They got um, a lot of lefts and rights that day. Definitely. And that's why, like I say, I don't want to, like, glorify it because it makes me feel good. But it's like, I don't want to be like, it makes me feel good that we. No, it's not a good situation. You know I mean, it just felt, like, refreshing to, like, right. see a all the black people not get shot up and arrested. It was refreshing that we, we put, we, we, uh, we took justice, justice into our own hands and it worked out in our favor. Kind of sorted to a certain degree, but I mean, it is also the state of Alabama, so I mean, true. don't be surprised if they come after everybody. That is very true. At a certain point. But that's why, as a culture and as a society, hopefully with this nationwide news and the cameras, that will help. Shit, oh, no, like, it's definitely going to help. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, there's definitely already talks of like lawyers trying to pick up like cases for the black people involved, like pro bono, just off the strength that like, yo, like y'all came to this dude's aid. He ain't do nothing wrong. I want to know his... I, I'm, I'm sure he's going to tell us out of the story soon. Like, I want to know what he has. Because we don't know what was said. Yeah, that Something was something said. Something had to have been said. And I, I, and I don't like to, like... Personally, I don't like to, like, you know, be that guy. But I almost know how it went. The one I also, probably said also, some slick ass I also shit. understand the mentality of, like, some of these racist-ass white people that down south where it's like, yo, if they come across a black person or a person of color that is in a position of authority... Simply off the fact that they're racist and white, they feel like they don't have to listen to that person of color that is in the position of authority. They may not even be coming at them on some crazy on a, on a crazy tip. You know what I mean? Right. But I feel like the dude, the white dude, might have said some shit threatening. I mean, he definitely and black definitely dude was on did. some like I, I ain't going for it type. Because you can see both. You can see multiple multiple times multiple 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 uh, multiple white men that were of the, of the white party like. Pointing fingers and stuff like that, like and saying, like you could, you could tell they were saying stuff. Stuff was definitely said. Yeah, man. I don't know what was said, but stuff was definitely said. And I was watching some like interview today, talking to like the police chief of Montgomery, and he was saying like the FBI and stuff is like all that, all all that starting to get involved and stuff like that, and they're like trying to investigate to see if it was if it was a potential hate crime. And I'm like. Oh my god! It's not. I don't think it was a hate crime. I think bro was just mad that bro moved his boat and moved his boat, and then you know. I do think. I do think. I, I understand people getting upset about people moving boats because boats are expensive. I do think all them dudes jumping on him like that was, was like, uncalled for. It was. It was uncalled for. To me, that's where I feel like the hate part comes in. Not trying to pull the race car, but it's like some things just be like. Cause you okay? It's one thing, it's one thing to jump in and help your people when a motherfucker is on some bullshit. But like the white dude swung first, 
and it was just them two. And the black man wasn't even really fighting nobody. So it really didn't. He was just kind of like. He didn't pose a threat for five other white dudes to jump him at all. Pushing him back. He didn't pose a threat for five other white dudes to jump him. So I feel like just off of that, they were automatically out of pocket. Because, I mean, like I said, I'm not justifying none of this. But like I said, it's one thing it was like a one-on-one scuffle with y'all. And y'all just, and like the people in the background was just kind of making sure. But even still, it shouldn't have been a one But I'm just saying, the fact that y'all, it took five people, five other men to jump in and jump this dude. Y'all wrong. Literally wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, being that it was in Alabama, we lucky that motherfuckers had that shit on camera. Because if it wasn't on camera, it might be a completely different story. That part. You know what I'm saying? And so, sometimes you gotta like... And that's another thing, too, yeah, that I wanna... Lot, there was just a lot of wrong with the situation. That's, where it's that's, like, yeah, y'all jumped, first and foremost, y'all jumped on this dude out of nowhere for no reason. Just for him asking y'all to move the boat. Move the boat. Then after the fact, y'all also tried to like play the victim as if y'all didn't do anything. I want to say it's this like, is the perfect what? situation. Y'all started the whole entire situation. Facts. I want to say this is the perfect situation where we kind of got lucky. And the reason why is because normally I would say we shouldn't pull cameras out first thing when people need help. But this is one of those situations where but we needed amount, people there, to pull cameras. If there's that amount of people around, though, it's like a certain point, it's like, okay, look, somebody got to record the situation. We need certain people, certain amount of people to record. We need a certain amount of people to help. Well, but this is the kicker. Here's the kicker to that. Wasn't nobody going to help unless it was black people. And that's the part that is the reality of the situation. That's if true. It, if it, if it was if, all white people if, on that motherfucker... I don't think anybody would have helped him. They might have just been filming. They might have been like, call the police, get some help. They not going to fight nobody. So that is a huge, huge, huge difference. And that is, is significant too because... But then again, I don't know because the white dude bro. that was working with uh, working with the, with the black dude initially was trying to like help break it, break up the situation. But then they, the white people jumped on him too for trying to intervene. So it's like, yo, like... I didn't see that. Yeah, right. yeah, bro. He he caught a few. He caught a few licks for trying to like break up, break up the. Yeah, but anyway, more update. I guess they have. Uh, I guess I was listening to the police chief speech again earlier today, and he was like just issuing warrants for like a lot of the white people involved. I didn't hear him issue warrants for some of the white women. And I'm like, yo, some of them were definitely right. some of them the were definitely shit. some of them were definitely throwing kicks and punches at people. While they and were they, while they, they were on the ground, I'm like, yeah, like, come on now. They're the ones who low key deserve the the worst, and the reason why I bring them up is because, just like I was saying, how those five dudes decided they wanted to jump in, the Karens didn't even have to jump in. Y'all literally already can't fight and don't have no strength, so y'all should just. Stay I will back. say though, why they, even it did that? look like only it did look like maybe like two out of the four Karens were literally just there trying to break shit up, but they were catching they were they were they were See, catching they, catch were, they were catching strays too. But there were two of the Karens that were definitely throwing punches and kicks and stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, like, y'all can't say y'all weren't doing nothing. Shorty took that chair to the head, man. Somebody fell in the water. Like, a woman fell in the water. Yeah, one of the chicks got thrown in the water. But no, the chair over the head was, like, epic. Bro said, I'm getting a chair. Fuck this shit. Over the head. Uncle's not playing with the chair. Nah. Damn, man. And them chairs. They better be glad it wasn't. You know a, they better be glad it wasn't a metal folding chair. It wasn't. Cause I was about to say. No, nah, it was a plastic one. It oh, was one, it was one of the joints that. It was, it was one of the joints that had the plastic like back and the plastic. Oh, she would have been concussed, bro. If it was a metal one. <laughs> nah, it was a metal, bro, if it was a metal one, bro. People was somebody might have died. Yeah, no, no lie. Like, nah, I, I was talking. I was thinking that's what it was. Nah, I, was, I know she regret <laughs> that shit. 
Woo! You ain't gonna you ain't gonna jump on nobody no more. Boy. Karen. Shit was crazy. But also refreshing to see at the same time. Yeah, man, I know Twitter. Especially after nobody, especially after nobody helped George Floyd when he was on the. I mean, that's all. They also kind of weren't in the situation when they were. No, nah, that's a different because like, yeah, it's a cop, bro. That's a cop. It's a cop. It's a little different. Tupac was the only one that was real enough to actually shoot back at a cop to save somebody. A lot of people, you know, well, a lot of people do know that, but a lot of people don't know that. But yeah, that's kind of that story situation. Shows out some footage. Gave y'all a little bit of I don't know cultural, cultural and historical significance about the area. But um. Yeah, my, like I said, my mom's whole side of the family is down. It's from from Montgomery, so I got stories. It's fucked <laughs> and they up. They all came up during like the civil rights movement too. So it's fucked up. Stories. Really, I to, it's just like we really grew up in a place where the trees that are still there had people hanging on them. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the shit is dark. I ain't trying to take it there, but it's just reality, you know. Like, you can't really escape this shit in certain places, no matter what. Like, just looking at a tree will bring you back to trauma. Facts. We don't understand that shit, man. But, yeah. So, shout out to all the people getting active down there in the gump. You feel me? Low-key, we need that more often, though. Let's be real. I I need us to, like, when we see the fuckery. Yeah, we got to call it out and stand stand up against it. Cause that was that was some bullshit, like plain and simple. And if there wouldn't have been cameras and people around, like like I said, they probably would have seriously, seriously injured that guy. Facts. And nobody would have done. Probably nobody would have really done anything about it. Right. For real, for real. But uh, yeah, we're gonna hop into this uh jam sesh. So yeah, yeah uh. I don't exactly know how I found... I might have found out about J-Bills through you or just looking through Sauce House. It might have been just for me just... I feel like I found out about J-Bills through you. Yeah, it might have been just me looking through Sauce House then. Because we kind of both put each other on Sauce House artists. You put me on a few Sauce House artists, then I feel like I just started like... Because you put me on Pierre, and I think I just became a fan of Sauce House and started just looking up motherfuckers. And then it just... But, uh, yeah, so... We've been on Jay Bills, but for some odd reason, that tape I never saw until recently and then got on the tape and was like, damn, why I missed this tape? And I like the shit that he do with Pierre. This shit is just some shit that he has a bunch of different producers for um, on there. And uh, yeah, honestly, I like a lot of the tracks from that this project, but this particular one was just one I picked that, you know, was cool. Not mad at it, honestly, but, uh, but he yeah. doesn't miss. This one is called No Bodies and it's by Jay Bills. Yeah, it's beast fire. Off rip. Like I said, man, there's a few people from South Carolina that's about to make me reconsider. Like I said, shit on the state. As a North Carolinian. But it's tough not to. <laughs> And I feel like I honestly shouldn't know because my like shoot my 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 dad's uh, mom's side of family's from South Carolina, but fuck South Carolina. Still, from North Carolina with love. You dig? It still makes me sick how we gave South Carolina half of Carowinds. Yeah. 
I'm like, yo, they don't even deserve that shit. <laughs> what side better? Who got the best side? Uh, the park? Yeah. Ooh, who's got the better side of Carowinds? Obviously, North Carolina, man. Come on, bro. Well, I mean, they both got rides. Honestly, I'm I'm capping. I feel like honestly, all the big ride, most of the big rides are on the South Carolina side. I think most of the big rides are on the South Carolina side. I think Top, the intent, gun, I think Top the, gun goes across. Right? I think so. I think Top Gun is the one that goes across both sides, yeah. and then I think the Intimidator is on the North Carolina side. Who? Home detention. <laughs> Nobody's J Bills. All right. The next track is by an artist out of Memphis. You put me on him. Damn, how many years ago was this? We were both still in North Carolina at the time, so. Was we really? Yeah. So it had to be like 2016? Because I really don't remember. I'm not going to lie. When did you move back from LA? Um. 2016. Yeah, we'll be in 2016 then. So, this track... So, alright. This track, I fuck with because the energy, honestly, especially when you ain't heard it in a while, it really... I really want to see this song. I want to hear this song live, for one. But Xavier Wolf is just one of those dudes, man. Like, he ain't the craziest lyrical rapper. He's just one of them dudes that got a cadence, and you either fuck with it or you don't. don't. Um... <laughs> Who that Memphis Twain Who? and just his, his aggressiveness? He always sounds mad. Like <laughs> he sound pissed every yeah, time. Yeah, like it works, man. And I just fuck with it. And this track is one of those ones. He has a lot of those, but this one is one of those ones. All right, so we got Fort Woe, Fort Woe, Xavier Wolf. Yes, and it's Wolf with a U. And I also want to add W U L F. People have short attention spans, including me. But we have to learn to appreciate ride-ins. This track is one of those ones where the ride-in makes you appreciate the song. So appreciate the ride-in with us. Fort Woe, Xavier Wolf. <laughs> it's ride-in. You're not lying. This ride-in goes. I still forgot to make it. Since you told me to add to the, uh, to the jam session, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I haven't heard this song in forever. Bro. I was in, I was cranking this shit in the morning, opening up the store, bro. It was like eight and eight or nine in the morning, bro. I'm bumping me in the store by myself. I'm Ooh. fucking turned up, bro. Who? Like I like I needed that. That Ooh. shit had me so hype. I just love his ad libs. Right. Who? 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 Like I said, this shit live. I know it's lit. Yes, peace. Now we headed out in your direction just to check on things. <laughs> I'll make them run from me. <laughs> but you still want to feature me. Anything, everything.
Like I got her ass a wedding ring. Do you know Do anything? anything? <laughs> In front of me. Who? <laughs> <laughs> who? Who? Oh man, it's a throwback right here. God dang. Who? 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 But they still wanna feature me. Up into the industry. And don't fuck with me. Dang, Xavier Booth got them bops. Right, right. He do, because low key, I'm t I played like three tapes that day. I was like, bro, I gotta go back. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna have to play some more shit on the next part. Does he uh, ever come to Portland? Does he ever come to Portland? He probably does. We don't pay attention to We gotta keep tabs. He mm. has that following. I know he, he do shows. But yeah, the next uh, song is by an artist out of. Dang, where's the dude from? I'll be seeing a lot of Hollow Squad stickers and shit out here too. They they got he got Hollow Squad followers out here. Okay, they definitely out here. Um, lately by Mike Sherm. But where is uh Mike Sherm from again? Where in he Cali? West? I don't know exactly. Was it Northern Cali? It could be the Bay, but I could be wrong. He sound like a Bay, but I don't know where he's from. But anyway, he might not be a Bay though. I don't Mike Sherm. Lately, no, he's a Bay. He from the Bay. That's what I thought. I was like, you got to be from Northern Cali. But, I'm thinking, hold on, no, 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 no. He might not be from the Bay. Where's he from LA? Let me look it up. Where you from? I feel like we looked this shit up, though. What was it? Batter Bag we was talking about that one day. He's from Sacramento. Okay. Who's from Sacramento? Batter Bag? Batter Bag. Where's Mike Shane from? Looking up right now. Oh, what? Hold up. They saying Montreal, <laughs> Canada. Canada. Uh, <laughs> what? Okay. Ain't no Ooh, way. so wrong. Oh shit! Bro was from Montreal. Damn. Ain't no fucking way. That's crazy. I was broke. He sound like Cali. Okay, he's from Canada. Wow. All right, my bad, y'all. Montreal, but sound like Cali. Anyway, Mike Sherm. Lately, it's kind of a bop. The beat was going earlier, so I was about to add it to the list. It's a quick song too. It's only a minute and twelve seconds. For y'all short attention span people out there. Yeah. Why just only a minute? You might have to run this back. Does it ride out? I don't know. It's only a minute. Man, we're not going to let it run back, but, man. <laughs> Could have made it two this minutes. This will be the first time we ever do that. Damn, I can't believe from Canada, though. Right. It's throwing me off. Right. Look, they're even categorizing him as a West Coast rapper. Which, I mean, I get it, but he's not West Coast. I mean, he is a West Coast rapper, but he's not West Coast. Okay, so the next track. He might uh, live in the West Coast now. It's though. on the screen now. But um, I heard this song, actually, at uh, 
outside of a function in California not too long ago. Um, the, was it, grits and, no, 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 no. Hot water cornbread. I was about to say grits and biscuits, but hot water cornbread function. Very similar to the grits and biscuits function, if you know, you know. But um, a song called Deer Juice, part two. And it's by LXLE, Asian Man, ASM Bobster, and J Bell. It's kind of ratchet, but it's a little, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's got a nice little, nice little bop to it. So I'm going to go ahead and let this run. It's funny because I didn't realize um, this dude ASM Bobster was on this track. And so I was talking to the dude who was over there playing it, one of the homies from like the neighborhood out there. He was like, yeah, like um, this rapper named ASM Bobster. And I was like, who the fuck is, like, who the fuck is ASM Bobster? I was, we were Googling him. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I've seen bro before on like um, on YouTube. So I watch a lot of interviews from rappers and stuff on YouTube just to kind of like figure out who's who and who's bubbling in the, in the rap scene. And this is one of the people from LA that was kind of getting consistently interviewed at the top of 2023 into 2022. So, yeah. I was familiar. I was familiar with bro once I saw a picture. But I had never actually listened to any of his music, especially not being from Cali. So, shout out to the homie that introduced me to your music. This shit do go. Talking about the beat, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but you know what we say, man, per usual. Like, comment, subscribe, and share with your friends. And, uh... You know, we always have the link in the description that takes you to all of our stuff. So, if you want to find us on social, bro, I'm about to cut you off. If you want to find us, on, if you want to find us on social, hit the link in bio. If you want to listen to the play, if you want to listen to either to playlist on either Spotify or Apple Music, hit the link in bio. All that is there for you. If you want to listen to the Spotify play, if you want to listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the podcast is linked in the link in bio. Everything is there for you. That's the hub. And if you want to just check everything that we do, you can go to awesomenothing.com. All of our shit is on there. Keep you update. And that's pretty much all I got. Oh, yeah. And uh, what, what, what episode was it? We talked about the, uh, the Ninth Wonder Show. Was it the last episode? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to start uploading um, those concert clips and concert footage to the YouTube channel for y'all to engage with. So what I was tripping on is they saying Ryan Gosling can sing, and they talking about yeah, how he's... he can sing and dance. What like sing sing like like the like soulful sing? Yeah, like he can sing sing and dance. Like soulful sing, like he, he was on the, he was on the Mickey Mouse Club growing up. It's just weird because like I ain't never heard him sing. He don't even. But they saying like he got he he like one of them singing like like Justin. Bro, he, he he legit. That's crazy. I didn't realize until I started seeing footage of him. I was like, wait a minute, what? Like, I knew yeah, he could act, I'm like, but, but it's like, he's on, he on that type of time? Yeah. He could have been a part of a boy band. Interesting. He easily could have been a part of a boy band. Because I saw pictures of him dancing to, uh, not pictures, but video of him dancing to, like, Vanilla Ice with, like, a bunch of, like, young girl dancers dancing behind him. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, What? I was like, this is Ryan Gosling? Ain't no way in hell. 
but it was him. So he was on um, Mickey Mouse Club at the same time, like Christina Aguilera and Justin Timberlake were on there. Gotcha. All right, y'all. It's been real. We'll catch y'all later. Deuces. All right, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Earns World TV. All music from the jam sessions available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts, DJ Iron One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll be back. <laughs>